1: In my new book, With Mark Tim, mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This
2: is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Kat Fleischman, the president and CEO of Blink PR a public relations industry that focuses on the fashion, accessories, beauty, art, and lifestyle industries. Kat, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started?
1: I started in New York. Um, I was at an event and I uh, loved everything about runway and fashion shows, so I decided to start my own company. I was in grad school at the time at NYU for PR and really just loved everything that had to do with editorial and working with other people and events. So basically just um, decided to start my own company and inspire other young people to also do the same. So I opened a showroom in NYU and um, while I was getting my master's degree and um, started working, you know, taking meetings and meeting with the journalists and editors. And it was just word of mouth, really. One client referred me to another client and it just grew from there.
2: Well, congratulate. Obviously, the longer version of that could probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. Talk a little bit about the uh, types of clients you've served and kind of the industry coverage you've been able to get them.
1: Yeah. So I started in fashion and lifestyle. I now cover every industry. So everything from restaurants to wine, to um, pet food, to Uh, real estate. And basically what I do for them is I get them national hits. I've gotten everything from, you know, Wall Street Journal to New York Times, Huffington Post, Business Insider, CNN, pretty much most of the clients all want hard news, because they're all businesses. So they want to grow on a national scale. So really, I've been able to secure some of the largest national publications, including Forbes a few times, Oprah Magazine, and Good Morning America and Today Show.
2: That is absolutely incredible. How are you able to pull the, I mean, we don't want you to share any of the secret sauce, obviously, <laughs> but how are you able to get your clients in the door and covered at some of those publications that you know everybody wants to get, up, get on?
1: I mean, it's really all about relationships. Um, A lot of these producers and editors are looking to fill spots very quickly and they need information quickly and they need reliable people. So it's kind of like a vetting process. If they've worked with you over the years, they know that they're going to bring that I'm going to bring them very good clients that are always on time, that are professional, that know their stuff. So they rely on me and it just, you know, when you build relationships in that way, it's sort of like a little family where you could just come to them and say, hey, you know, this is a good client for you. I know what you cover already. Like this is a, a win-win, so.
2: That makes a lot of sense. Who's an ideal client for you?
1: Wow, um, I mean, I would say the best client I've ever had was Swell Bottle. They were my first client and they're now a billion dollar company. And I would say they were the perfect client because they had a good idea at a normal price point that can be sold to the masses that um, was able to partner with big companies and, you know, scale and expand in a fast way. But also the product was just genius because they kept your drinks hot and cold for 24 to 48 hours. So um, I would say products or services that solve a problem would probably be the easiest, most perfect client. Also clients that are just, they know their stuff. You know, the girl from Swell Bottle, Sarah Kaus, she was a Harvard grad that went to Tanzania and wanted to do something about the clean, lack of clean water in Tanzania. All of her proceeds, 10% of each uh, purchase go back to that. So something with a purpose, something that has meaning, not just a product and also like, the smarts behind the product, which is the entrepreneur behind the product.
2: Absolutely. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see businesses making when they're trying to get media attention for their product or service?
1: Just overly fluff, like overselling themselves. No editor wants an ad, right? No one wants commercial. Nobody wants uh, just to plaster on your product into a, a magazine or, you know, a newspaper, unless you're buying an ad. With PR, the best way to do it is to find a problem and how your product or service solves that problem. Or do you have, are you an expert? Like, do you have knowledge on that topic that you can provide? Doing it in a way that's not so in your face about the product or the service, but that weaves in the product or service as an answer to the problem, if that makes sense.
2: It makes, it makes total sense. You talk a little bit I mean, it takes a village, right? Talk a little bit about. You talked about the relationships. Talk a little bit about um, kind of the team that you've built to, you know, help help you along the way and help raise your clients up.
1: The team that I've had is me, myself, and I.
2: <laughs> oh no, I meant the relationships uh, with the reporters.
1: Uh, oh, okay. That okay. you've got uh, a rolodex full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a rolodex. So you mean like my like how like it takes a village. How you build that to-
2: network? Yes.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So basically, I'd say that it started like 15 years ago. And um, I really just started pitching them 15 years ago when I was living in New York. And I also held desk side meetings, which was like face to face. Now everybody just has Zoom and people don't even meet anymore. But like going out to coffee, dinners, lunches, really getting to know the person and really starting to know what they're about, what they cover, what interests they have, what they're writing about. Like that was how I was able to really understand each particular media outlet and then also give them what they needed in terms of my clients and the products and the news and the services that they were about. So um, it really all stems from there. And I've kept the same relationships for 15 years.
2: So the world's changed a lot in 15 years, right? You have
1: media platforms
2: and social networks that didn't exist Five years ago, oh, like wow. 15 years ago. Even last week, all.
1: you have to get with it. You know, there's a big fight right now with PR among PR people about chat, GPT, and AI. Do you use it? Do you not use it? Some are saying, well, the press releases are going to be heartless, and other people are saying, but we need it to save time. I'm of the uh, school of thought where I'm a little bit on both sides because A, we do need it to save time, but B, it should not replace what we do as publicists meaning that if you want to use it to structure a press release fine but don't take the heart out of the press release use your own words use your own like experience of that client to put your personal touch on it so you use it a bit but not so much but yeah everything has changed everything is moving faster everything is digital now and i try to keep up with those tools everything from muck rack decision to pr newswire I mean, I've got all of them. I'm very tech savvy, so I'm very with it in terms of like the technological advances. And I'm a fan. What,
2: what are some of the biggest things we should do and the things we should avoid if we're trying to do this ourselves, if we're writing our own press release? How do we try, how do we get over? Obviously, the best example would be to work with someone like you and Blink PR. <laughs> but if we can't, what are some do's and don'ts for trying to get media attention?
1: Say that the do's are, always start with the who, or where, when, why, like the first five seconds should be like your five second pitch. Like, who are you? What, what are you selling? When, why do people, do people care? And then all the other stuff comes after that. So, you know, there should be a founder quote in there somewhere. There should be some talking points. If you're pitching for interviews, don't, I would say what I said before, like, don't make it all fluff, you know, don't make it a promo ad, make it okay. Like, Maybe there's stats out there that, you know, there's an issue in your industry. I don't know, for example, like in the HR world, like, you know, people, the great resignation, there's people leaving their jobs. How, you know, I have an app that helps with connecting uh, job seekers with the right job for them. Like, how does my app solve a problem? Make it about that. Start with the stat, get into the problem and how your app is solving it. Um, that's a good press release don't just be a a fluff piece about oh the benefits of the app are you know two-way touchscreen like that no one cares about that like how are you helping people you know so I would really say keep asking yourself that question when you're writing it
2: that's a great point you've achieved so much success for your clients in your own business what is your biggest challenge now
1: My biggest challenge I'd say is just keeping up with the digital world and turning it off and having boundaries because, you know, between family, friends, and then also having your phone and your computer at all times and demanding clients. I think the biggest challenge now is just getting off of work and putting it away and having downtime. So that's a challenge for me.
2: (laughs) Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing?
1: Thanks. Um, I love the pitching part. Like when you land a placement and the client has no exposure because I deal with smaller clients and um, they, they're they just over the moon. Um, their first interview, their first TV placement, uh, just to look on their faces, the tears. One client of mine from five years ago is now getting her own TV show. Like just things like that, where you see those milestones happening and the clients are happy. I mean, that that's it for me. Like that just makes my day. So
2: you mentioned smaller clients. Is there a typical revenue size or number of employees or what size company works for you?
1: I mean, I'd say less, like less than a million a year, um, very small and, you know, two to five employees, usually very small mom and pops, entrepreneurs, you know, those. That kinds is of awesome clients. that
2: you're helping them get their stories told.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody needs PR, right?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. For Sure. How you mentioned the digital world, staying on top of it all. What are some of the places you go for inspiration? Who do you listen to? What books do you read? What podcasts do you subscribe to, if any?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I love Tim Ferriss, Dave Asprey. Who else? I like your podcast. (laughs) Thank you. I
2: appreciate this. (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh, cool. I read a lot of books. I I love Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It's a story of Nike. And I feel like documentary, like, either documentaries or like real, real life things that have happened. What's her name? The one, the Thera, the Thera, the, the, the woman that had the scandal. Theranos, she said she create, Theranos the Theranos yes. documentary. I forget the name of it, but I that's a good one to watch. You know, I, I really do just also get a lot of real world experience um, with my friends, my family being out there in the world, seeing, you know, how people are promoting themselves, talking to entrepreneurs, I'm a very like in the field type of person. So definitely um, use my real life experience also.
2: That makes a lot of sense. For our folks watching and listening, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you and all things Blink?
1: Yeah, blinkpr.com. And my email is katherine at blinkpr.com. And you can reach me on there or, you know, at cat at do tell in Instagram.
2: Awesome. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Pat Fleischman from BlinkPR.com. Kat, thanks again for joining us.
1: Thank you, Seth. It was great. Thanks,
2: everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time.
1: Talk to you soon.
2: Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream.